0: hey what's eating you the patriarchy child hunger or just plain boredom don't worry because we got you you're listening to the what's eating you podcast where we talk about one of the world's most prevalent problems that doesn't make you want to resort to cannibalism or at the very least chew your ear off
1: for four episodes we deliver great food for thought about hunger amidst a global pandemic since anything digestible is not available
0: I'm Janelle B. Soria, currently drinking existential
1: dread. And I'm Othea Labajo, currently digesting the problems of the world. And we are your companions in quarantine today.
0: Hey! We are in our second to the last episode of What's Eating You? Time surely flies fast, don't you think?
1: Oh, it definitely does. I mean, a year in quarantine and every day just blends into one whole nightmare.
0: Oh, don't say that.
1: Surely things are getting better. <laughs> well, you do want me to be honest, right?
0: <laughs> oh, shut up.
1: Anyways, our topic for
0: today are COVID-19 related factors that have contributed to worldwide hunger. COVID-19 has clearly overstayed his welcome and has wrecked havoc by dancing in the air everywhere. Honestly, his dancing skill sucks and people do not want to see it.
1: I know, right? He is terrible. However, pre-existent and new factors about hunger are really complex and multidirectional.
0: What do you mean complex and multidirectional?
1: Well, before COVID-19 happened, hunger and its circumstances have always been there. These circumstances are reasons why, even if we have plenty of resources available, hunger would still be there because of these factors. These factors are just so deeply rooted in our nation that it's hard to uproot and kill the tree.
0: Oh, I do know that. Hunger is complex in a way that it is not an issue that stands alone. It's a product of bias and prejudice in nations that do not protect its citizens fairly. For an example, oppressive and destructive systematic racism.
1: Yes! You would have thought that racism is such a far away topic from hunger, but it is so closely related. Because of prejudice so heavy and lost, Places that are home for Black, Hispanic, and low-income households are more likely to be affected by economic and health problems that leads to chronic diseases.
0: This is a problem that is no way new, and yet still heavily affects the lives of people in terms of not only hunger, but education, freedom, protection, and many others. This literally affects the course of their lives only because the government deems their lives less valuable from the more privileged.
1: You're listening to What's Eating You and Spotify Podcast. We'll be right back after this short break. Baby, what you do? What you do? Where you at? Where
0: you at? Oh, you got plans. You got plans. Don't say that. Shut your I'm sipping wine. Sit, sit, and a trit, trit. I look too good. Look too good to be alone. Hi, we're back. By the way, Leave the Door Open is such a wonderful song. Every time I listen to this song, I feel like I'm sleeping on a cloud that just destroys all my up-and-coming deadlines.
1: R&B music is literally the music for the soul. Educational burnout? (laughs) I don't know her.
0: I wish we could continue our delusions, but factors about hunger is not limited to racism. This is why we introduce new factors related to COVID-19 that have maximized food insecurity. One of these factors are actually staying at home.
1: Staying at home? Are you serious?
0: Nah, I'm clearly just messing with you. But it's actually the long and drawn-out lockdowns and physical distance rules. These rules were meant to protect people from the virus but due to its prolonged implementation, Millions of people have lost jobs that bring food to their table.
1: That is absolutely true. Due to the incompetence of COVID-19 protocols, unemployment and reduced incomes have spiked, affecting the purchasing habits of people and even market inflation.
0: Yes, this is why a lot of people are starving during this pandemic, because they have lost their jobs or cannot be supported by their income as of the moment.
1: It really is such a frustrating problem. Additionally, a lot of people may not know, but food resources are actually not lacking. The agricultural world produces enough to feed you without destroying the environment or increasing prices.
0: Mm-hmm. It sounds like such a coveted secret, but this is because of how the food is distributed. Often enough, our food comes from big companies that waste tons of resources when it passes the point that gives them profit.
1: Because of aggressive marketing ploys by big companies, people are alienated by the food system while tons of food are being wasted and turned into garbage.
0: The whole situation really puts everything into perspective, right?
1: Yeah, it just makes you think that even if COVID-19 was one of the biggest driving force in world hunger today, it does not necessarily work alone because the damage has already been done. We just didn't know it yet.
0: Rice system and food alienation have always been there, But adding lockdowns, income reduction, and even unemployment, the growing number of hungry people just becomes bigger and bigger until there is no choice for us but to go through the exact same thing, even if we're a part of the privileged sector.
1: Yeah, you're right. It doesn't have to happen to us for us to make a move. So for our most anticipated part of the podcast, question of the week.
0: Is food hunger a problem from the government, or should the blame be put on the
1: people? Make sure to follow us on our Twitter page at What's Eating You to share your answers and interact with the What's Eating You community. We'd love to see your responses.
0: This episode of What's Eating You podcast was brought to you by the Hunger Reduction Company. Thank you for tuning in. If you enjoyed today's show, head over to whatseatingyou.com to gain access to our free resources.
1: See you next week and remember, the world is only ever good when good people try to make a change.